Welcome back to Bourbon Barrel Talk. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Scott Minton. We are sitting down again in the old bourbon lounge with uh, our fine friend, Mr. Nick Hayden. How are you doing, Nick? Doing well, thank you. Good, good, good. Stephen J. Scott's in the house. Happy to be here. Thank you. And Matt, DJ Jazzy Jasnoff. What's up? What's up? What's up? I remember that old commercial. What's up? What's up? So tell me, what did you learn on earth today? What's up? Was that a Budweiser commercial? Yeah, it was. (laughs) Good Lord. Budweiser did make some good commercials back in the day. With the frogs that were like, Budweiser. Yeah. (laughs) So today we are going to do a small review on some additional Starlight bottles that were released recently. Um, One is uh, the LFG Christmas Barrel, which is the peach, finished in a peach brandy cask. I am really excited to try that one. And then we have one that is finished in cognac barrels. I love cognac finished barrels. And see, for me, I'm not big on the yak, so I'm 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 anxious to wrong try yak. this and see. Hey, wrong yak, Armagnac and cognac, different. Yeah, but different con- barrels. Cognac is still yak. It is, but it's not the yak that it's not refers it, no, to. No, it's not Armagnac, but it's well, okay. it's still can, it's still can a yak. We just can we post a picture of that face for everybody? Post, I've got a face for radio. You might as well post it up, but nobody's going to look at it. I mean, yes, Cognac and Armagnac will have similar flavor profiles, but but it's not Armagnac. All right, I got you. My bad. It's wrong, okay, forgive you. Wrong yak. Wrong yaggedy yak. So the first one we're going to dive into is going to be the peach finish. I'm going to let you all get a nose on that, so and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that. I think it comes in at around 108.2. Um, and it is, I think if I remember correctly by talking to Christian, I think it was a blend of five and six year old bourbons and, but I did, he didn't tell me whether it was a mixture of their three and their four grand so recipe. We've got, I mean, it looks like there's, uh, an age statement on there. No, no, well, there is not. There is not. There's just a sticker on it. Yep. Just a sticker. There is no age statement on it. So, but because those are blended barrels, right? They've they've got multiple barrels that go inside those. Because the cognac barrels, especially, and the brandy, are both larger than your typical fifty threes. Correct. They're two twenty. They're two fifty fives. Right. So they're larger. So the metric system. That's right. Damn metrics. Why do so so? Nope. Just metric said. system. Nope. Don't want to answer it. You don't want to answer why 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 the U.S. is the only people that only use you know gallons and they stuff just do versus a, metric. Well, I, I don't know. Are we crazy? We can go back to Pulp Fiction and watch why. Oh no, we don't want to go there. We've we've done too many Pulp Fiction episodes, and usually it runs you down a horrible rabbit hole of bad things. Runs us down a rabbit hole of bad decisions. Uh, I, I've always heard that it was always your fault. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Nick, you you've already got a sniff of this, so I, I assume you've got a first impression. You want you want to go through it while the rest of us try it. Yeah, no, it's a it's a solid pour. Uh, I, I'm really enjoying it. If you think uh, peach, and you automatically think like peach Jolly Rancher. Uh, this this is not what what you typically think of, but like you, you definitely get it's some not of the fruit. What you would typically think, like, of. like like when you, when I think peach, like the thing that comes to my head is like a peach Jolly Rancher, like that that fake peach flavoring, manufactured and, and, peach flavor. Yes. yes, yeah, or like peachy rings or peachios, whatever you want to call it. It's not that. So so if you're going in thinking that it's going to be like a a peachy ring nose, it's not. You do get the subtle fruit. On the nose and on the taste, but it, I think it's really enjoyable. So I'm gonna, so I have a bottle of the other peach brandy finished, and it's really funny because I realized I didn't bring it, but they're nothing alike. These two peach finishes, they're nothing. Like you're right, this does taste like more of a Jolly Rancher. That one tastes like peaches and cream. I mean, they're just they're total opposites when it comes to, which is really unique because, right? Both barrels were aging in the same rick house. They both have the same peach brandy in there 
Um, I, I can't recall if it was both a four grain and a three grain in there, but it was really unique because this is the first time I get to compare how different they really are. Um, and yeah, it's one's real sweet and one's kind of nice and creamy. So it's really interesting. Yeah. This one's, it's got some sweetness to it. It's just, I was expecting like peach tea, peach, like manufactured peach. I was expecting a little bit more of that strong, pungent peach flavor. And it's more of a subtle, subtle, like I would almost, you could even throw this in the apricot family. Like it gives it a little bit of that more citrusy peach flavor, not the, you know, sweet peach flavor. How viscous is it? I don't know. Let me let me see if it hold, has some oil and some legs. That's usually Nick's job. He's usually the one that's dialed in on the whole viscosity side of things. So the it's sweet, got some legs to it. The sweetness reminds me of my great aunt's peach cobbler, which she made with maybe like 10 pounds of sugar. There's nothing wrong with that. 10 no, pounds of it, sugar and love. It, it was, 20 pounds of love. It was it was awesome. But I, 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 How could it not be awesome? Uh, I mean, I, it's a... It's been forever since I've had that, but it yeah. reminds me of that Im- immediately. So I get more of the peach on the nose than I do in the actual mouth. Um, but it, it, this is definitely a solid pour. Um, I, I also get, you know, um, almost a little bit of dark fruit in the very, very back side of this. Yeah, you get like almost like a fig or something. No, I still, I still get that sweetness. Like it, it's still just the fig is very sweet. Yeah, but it's not. I don't get fig though. I, I can't quite put. Um, my tongue on there. Yeah, and maybe it's not fig. Maybe it's just. It's really. It really is like a candied kind of. Yeah, it's just a really dark lingering fruit, taste. And you know? the very, very it's at the very, very back yeah. part of the palate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's very smooth. It's got maybe, maybe more date than fig. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe dates. Yeah, not a prune. Yeah, no, I'm not disappointed <laughs> in buying the bottle at all. So no, I'm. I, no. I wouldn't be. Uh, you definitely wouldn't wouldn't kick this one out. So that's definitely a, a nice solid pour. I'm going to add just a drop of water just to see what happens to it on the on the flavor and on the nose and see what happens there. And that way we can give a thorough review of it and go from there. I believe by the Nick Hayden math, we have to put three to four drops in there to make sure we get it to proof. Yes. <laughs> Almost Dr. Nick Hayden said so. Almost Dr. Nick Hayden, that's right. Don't, don't make me bust out my hydrometer. Oh, please go get that. <laughs> So it opens the nose up actually quite a bit. Um, yeah, it's you, going to. All right, let me dive in on the taste. You go, <laughs> all right, Steve, well, down the wrong pipe. <laughs> <laughs> I lose a lot of that peach flavor with the water added to it. Really? Yeah. I I, I prefer it neat. Like, I do too. I, no, I, no I prefer cube, it no water. neat, but I don't. I do lose that peach flavor up front. Like I I lose that peach Jolly Rancher flavor. Yeah. 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 It seems it almost seems hotter with the water than it did before. He, that, that, yeah, that, you're that, at 100% agree. I'm almost betting one. a dime to a dollar, then this is probably majority of their 60 20 20s because some of their rise do that. You know, they get a little bit more heat on the backside. Yeah. So, but overall, very tasty. Very tasty. I wouldn't be mad about it. Now, the only thing I will say is please put a pull tab if you wax your bottle. Yes. Yes, I think it took it took me like five minutes with an X-Acto knife to get that open. <laughs> really I, I had to chisel, chisel yeah. it off. So. Yeah, five I, minutes, 17 stitches, and... <laughs> seven, 17 stitches. Sure, why not? Okay, I got you. I, I, I think Robin has a suture kit inside, so we, we, we could probably just, you know, jury rig if we need, yeah. need it, you know. Can she stitch? We've got some... We've got some uh, <laughs> I don't know. They usually leave that to the nurses. Is she take United Healthcare? <laughs> they usually leave that to the nurses. So Matt, the ne- the next one we're gonna we're gonna sip on here is the cognac finished 
or the yak. We are, we are going polar opposites here. We are going polar opposites in the flavor profiles and tastings and whatnot. So we've been letting this one breathe for quite a while because we, we we sat down and talked a little I bit before we open these up. I think it needs a little bit more. Ah, I'm just gonna swirl it. I'm a swirl, 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 swirl. That's fine. Get that old the old sniffer working. I don't have a schnoff, but you know. It's it's a little it's a little congested during allergy season, but we'll do our best. Me here. too. I'm struggling a little bit today. I'm I struggling a lot today. Yeah, I, I so long story short, uh, my wife said, "Don't be a punk. Go cut the grass before it rains." So I, I had to I had to run out <laughs> yesterday before my daughter's tennis match and cut the grass. Now, granted, I have a 56 inch lawnmower and I have like a quarter acre, so it really didn't take very long, but. <laughs> But man, uh, it was so tall that I had to make like multiple paths to get it to where it was actually like dust instead of like heavy, heavy grass. So what he's saying is it took him 17 minutes instead of nine. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Don't make fun of my yard. I'm not making fun of your yard. You were making fun of my yard. Now my feelings are hurt. If I had any feelings left, like if my wife hadn't torn them all apart and broke them and shattered and throw them on the ground like and stepped on them. If I had any feelings left, you would have hurt one. She's a way better person for doing that. Absolutely. You know, my wife's, I definitely married up. I don't know what happened. No one is ever going to question that. Anybody's ever seen my wife, they know I married up. There's no doubt. So yes. I, I do love the nose on this thing. The nose is good. And I, I don't I don't like cognac, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised on the nose. And I personally do not care about drinking rye by themselves. So that's the other cool thing is this is actually a rye whiskey finished in the cognac barrel. And this one is coming in at a 109.4. It says it is aged five years. So in this situation, evidently it is a blend of five-year-old barrels of bourbon or of rye, or they maybe literally just took a five-year-old barrel of rye and put it into a cognac barrel and let it sit. So, all right. So what do y'all think? Y'all, y'all Has anybody tried it yet? Mm, yeah. Nope. Crickets, crickets, crickets. Matt said he's tried it. Yeah, it definitely has a unique nose. Uh, I, I like it. It has Man, some thing, it. That punches you in the face. It does. Oh, my God. That that rye just punches you in the face. Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah, there you go. Um, rye finishes are so much better than bourbon finishes. Agreed. Oh, this is tasty. I mean, I think we discussed yeah. that last time, though. I think the rye just holds up to a lot of those finishes. The rye the, does. The, to begin with. Like, every rye finish I've had has always been stellar. Well, or, I mean, or pretty good. We can know, even but. talk about the high rye we just tasted yeah. a little while ago. You know, that, that finish came through more uh, than the rest of them, so. Yeah. I mean, yeah. With the last episode, yeah, definitely. The Cabernet definitely held up with that rye. Cabernet Sauvignon. Sauvignon. So uh, definitely, but uh, man, I'm gonna tell you what the the nose on this thing is really really good, even with my stuffy nose, and the finish. Oh my god, the, the finish! That on this first thing. drink should clear up your stuffy nose, though. No, not really. I mean, it's it's got some spice to it. It's got definitely got the legs on the rye, but yeah. it's very very. This one's very fruit forward. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, got, yeah. it's got some really nice dark fruit notes. Um, it's not super spicy. It's got a little bit of that bite on the first tip of the tongue, but you know, outside of that, I mean, it's very very smooth pour. What do you think, Nick? Yeah, right off the, uh, the the front of the palate, it comes in. You get that. You definitely pick up those spices, but it, I mean, it, it holds on in the middle of that chest. I mean, going down. Like I definitely keep going back for more. I, uh, I I'm continuously smelling the glass. It has a yeah. really good nose. I was told to let this guy kind of open up and breathe for about a week or two to kind of see what it does. It does open up a little bit more. 
Uh, so I'd be curious to revisit this in about a week or so. I'm scared to drop a water in it, but I'm, I'm I'll take it to. home and let you know. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thanks for taking one for the team. Stephen is such a generous man. I mean, we gentleman and a scholar. We, what will we share, do with that? Share, sharing is caring. <laughs> we, <laughs> we did talk about that on the previous episode about how Stephen is so generous, so generous, so so generous. So I put two drops of water in here because I don't have very much left in the bottom of my glass. But we're gonna see where we're proofed at on this bad boy and see what it does. Wait for Nick to get his hydrometer out. <laughs> oh boy! So I, I will say that the nose does spice up, spice up a little bit. Would you say it spices up your life? Well, it it just has a little bit more um, heat to it. Like the nose no, he's smells. Too, he's he's too far gone for that one. What? No, nothing. Go. I, Carry obviously, on. I missed it. Carry on. Listen, man, I, I'm having a hard time here. That's fine. In my nose. I can only. Sniff, I, can, I can literally only smell out of one nostril. I'm trying on the right, and it's just it's nothing. I'm, so I got to go to the left. So the nose, the nose, uh, the spice picks up. You lose a little bit of the cognac on the nose with a little bit of water. Let's see what the you know that is. cognac really comes forward with a little bit of water in there, like oh, tremendously comes forward. The nose does change the. Yeah, but that cognac uh, right up front wow. that comes through. Yeah, on the taste, man, that's the great. cognac really comes forward. Yeah, that's what I was looking. for. I don't know that I'm really loving that as much as I did I, the first I am, time. I'm really loving, but that. you're liking it better with a little bit of water. I do. Hmm. But that's that's personal preference because no, I don't, absolutely you like you like cognac yeah. and, and I'm not well, a huge fan. I don't, I don't like drink it's, cognac. It's freaking good both ways. I wonder what kind of cognac <laughs> this is. It is really freaking good both ways. It's absolutely freaking freakingly good. <laughs> oh, both ways. Um, <laughs> Matt's over there blushing. Little punk. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, this is okay. I'm comfortable here, guys. A daggone nice pour. <laughs> Very, very nice pour. It's got and some great viscosity. legs. It's got great legs. It's very oily, got a good texture. Um, the mouthfeel is good. Um, it, is, it seems like they're really like doing very well with their finishes. Like, uh, like they're, they're, they're doing them right. So the, I've got a theory behind that. I think the fact that they are winemakers first, turn distillers, gives them an upper leg on blending things and getting finishes because I think they know what marries well and how to marry it well. Plus, they are also extremely picky. There like they you go. do not. That's, they what, do, it, that's th- what does it. They will not take just any barrel of Hennessy or you know whatever you know cognac that might be coming across. They're looking for Please a very don't specific use a one. Of Hennessy. I, I don't know what. I don't, and that's what I said. I don't even know what kind of cognac barrel just, they use. That just reminds me of bad college days. <laughs> but they're very picky. They look for a, a specific smell or flavor profile when they are picking their barrels out and they take very diligent care about how they do those things like you know i mean i remember christian saying in 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 one of the episodes we just did with them about how they literally shipped over barrels that were dried ice they shrink wrapped them and shipped them on a plane like basically the day after they were dumped so i mean that that's a lot of care to go through to get six barrels from europe into the united states so but this is a unbelievably good pour i'm very impressed with this Huber family and what they've done, they've come such a long way in a, in a really a short time. Yeah, and it, it's super easy, I think, being from Indiana to become fanboys so easily because of the fact that it, it, it's our people, right? I mean, Hoosiers, you know, and Amen. and you want to support them and, and, and you think that they're doing a good thing, and they really are. It's not like you're just making up some BS just so you can, you know, be there, but it, it's, it's really good stuff. And, and this is not sourced either. This is their own distillate. Correct. Right? It's, it's absolutely correct. their own yeah. distillate, yeah. No, they've never sourced right. ever. So, and that—that's another thing that you know, 
they're two and three year old stuff. I mean, when it was first coming out, you know, it, it was some, it was a little harsh to drink. I'm not gonna lie. I, I just know when some people like it showed look, in the beginning, but it's come yeah. a long way. I just know some people will probably look at the back of a label and see where it's you know distilled at. It's like, oh, it's in Indiana. Well, it's must not, be MGP, but it's yeah. not. No. It's, it's not. It's their own stuff. It's their own stuff. They've actually got stuff in Warehouse One that's you know 10, 12 years old um, from back when uh, Christian and them were kids. And we're not allowed to talk about that. Listen, they, they say that they were able to still, they just can't sell I it. I mean, if that's just, it is what it is. I mean, in, in it's the forbidden Christian warehouse. and Blake will tell you, you know, I mean, Dave Pickerel and what was the girl's name that came in? I can't remember her name. She yes. was another master distiller slash blender that came in and kind of, you know, showed them the ropes on bourbon versus, you know, they've been making brandy for, you know, a hundred years. So it's a lot, lot, lot different situation than that. Yeah. I heard they have a really good, like just a pear brandy or something over there. So good. A pair of brandy's legit, and the price is so skyrocketing. Yes, yeah, so a LFG caused a little bit of that nonsense, but b um, they're out of pairs, so they had a bad blight. Um, all their pairs died off, so it's the last of what they have. So therefore, they are pricing it accordingly. So they know once they go through those last couple of flats of you know pear brandy, that that's it. It's it's done until Blake gets done with the research that he's doing to hopefully bring pears back to the farm because they're everything there is farm to table. They've never sourced any fruit or corn or anything like that to to make the stuff that they have in in their in their rick house. So that's kind of a neat thing when you really sit back and think about it. It's very impressive. Very tasty. Yeah. No. Absolutely. There's there's a ton of. Um, patience that that family's been afforded to um just off the winemaking alone i mean their wine and everything else has just really really been able to lift the their capabilities of going out and 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 being able to sit on their product and wait until it was ready to release it so yeah and if you haven't been out there it's a good time i mean it's like a it's It's always a good time i I mean i would suggest going out there early you know taking the family friends whatever i mean you i mean you can lose track of the day really quick i mean there's food there's uh, very, you know, p- depending on the season, there's various patches. So, like, I think there's like, isn't there like strawberries and blueberries and then pumpkins and sunflowers, apples, and so strawberry season's coming like like any time now. Then you'll have blueberry season, then you'll have grape season, then you'll have you know fall, and then you'll have apples, pears. Well, no, no pears, but peaches. You know, every other you know tree fruit that's imaginable all during the fall. So, and if you have a child getting married, it's a wonderful place. for for a wedding. No, absolutely. They, 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 top-notch they, facility. Absolutely. Yeah, they, our, they, our they know how to got, do it. Our daughter got married there, and we couldn't have asked for a better experience. No, absolutely. The food's even good. I mean, heck, we, we've, we've had a couple of events there. I, I sit on multiple boards and, and things like that through the Southern Indian community, and, I mean, almost every one of our fundraisers, we, we, we host at Huber's. I mean, Plantation Hall is, you might as well. is a great place to mm-hmm. do that. Um, like you said, there's tons of things to do. If you get there early and you want to hang out, you know, you pick apples. You can do pumpkins in the fall, you know, whatever you want to do. And you, you have the entire opportunity to do those things. Bourbon slushies. Oh, I was about so ready to good. say the bourbon slushies. Oh, so good. Gosh, so good. And the pizza. I mean, heck, love the pizza. The pizzas are great. Love the I pizza. love the barbecue chicken pizza. It's so good. You got a little barbecue, some chicken, some onion, and just tear into it. And some barrel aged Manhattans, and you're solid. Yep, yep. Sure. And you go through the tasting room upstairs, and then I, and I almost guarantee you, even, even if you didn't pay for a tour, and I then bet you if call you Uber. if you ran into Ted Huber and said, "Man, Ted, tell me about this," and he'd probably be like, "Well, hell, let's just go walk down here," and he'd he'd probably just start showing you stuff. I mean, just you couldn't meet nicer people. I really, I, re- I really feel that way, and and, and uh, 
it's it's just an unbelievable group, family, everything else. I mean, every, everybody from you know Blake and Christian, Ted to to even Dana, the mom. She works in the office, and I've dealt with her, you know, on different barrel picks and other things that we've done through some charity events. And they're, they're just just excellent, great people, an awesome family. Um, love them to death. They just they 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 show true Hoosier hospitality in every in every capability. I guess that would be the same. So. So we tried these two. Is there a preference? Is there is there a winner in, in anybody's mind? There's not a winner. I mean, we're trying polar opposites here. You really can't compare them to each other. Are they both solid and unique? Yeah, absolutely. If you see them, grab them. You won't be disappointed. But if you could only buy one, which would you buy? If I was stranded on an island? If you're stranded on the island and you could only take you one of those two bottles. You already know the answer to that question. You're going to take the yak. Of course. All right, Nick. I'd go with the, uh, the cognac. 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 No I think it's a clean sweep. I think we'd all go cognac. And I, I only sweep. like cognac. O- only if we're sitting on a on a forbidden island or whatever by ourselves. All right. <laughs> but I will say that that the peach peach brandy finishes nothing nothing to shake a stick at. That is a damn fine pour. But the cognac rye. Yeah, that this cognac is, rye is awesome. This has been an enlightening yeah, day buddy. for me. In terms of finishes, I, it must be like a record day for finishes for is. you. No, we're we're going to convert them before I've, long. Like I've, I've uh, come I, a long way. I, I think like two weeks ago, he's like, "I I am not a finished guy. I'm not a finished rye." And now he's like, "Oh, no, I was like, I'm no, getting behind this, no, right?" I, I was, I've always been a finished rye guy, but okay. the finished bourbon is a whole other story. But so, today so, has has been enlightening. So tell me, why is that? I think there's more to the rye that finishes better. There's more character in the rye, more spice, more life, so it blends better. I think the bourbon's a little softer in terms of uh, its makeup. Yeah, so, but, but you love bourbon. Like I do. When, I, when I see you drinking, you mainly drink bourbon. You don't drink as much rye as you do bourbon. But on the finished product, you prefer rye over bourbon, and it's just because it holds up better? I think so, yes. Mm. And maybe it's mm. just you're a purist because you love bourbon so much that you, you want bourbon to be bourbon. Possibly. That's... as. <laughs> Are you drunk? No, I'm just no, kidding. I'm not drunk. I just, I don't find that the bourbon blends well with another finish. Mm-hmm. I find that there's more, there's more depth of the rye, more spice, more, more body that makes it. So of the bourbon finishes that you've had, which one would you say has been your favorite? Like if you're going to mix bourbon with something, is there something that stands out to you that you go, oh, I really, really like either... Maybe it's a maple. Maybe it's a vanilla. Maybe this this Cabernet that we tried earlier. The high rye Cabernet. High, high rye Cabernet because I like red wine. Right. So Next, that so, was that was a good one. So Nick, Google me, man. Who else does uh, a finish in a cab 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 barrel? I want to look this up. I, I you know first you know first glance uh, I always think like Blood Oath and Forgate. Blood Oath, Forgate, okay. Uh, I don't remember. Did Forgate do it? The cap I don't know. I, uh, I'm going to look that up. I think they did a sherry and a rum finish, but I need to double check. I don't remember a cab. So I don't see a lot of cab. I, mainly when you see, you see port or sherry cask, right? Like those are the two yes. most commonly finished bourbons that are out there. So after you said that, now 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 the old mind's ticking away and, you know, trying to figure this piece out. Matt, did you find so, any? So Nick? Jefferson's. Jefferson's, okay. Jefferson's had one. Do, 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 do. <laughs> uh, they, they keep coming do, up. Do, um, do. Bardstown, uh, Davies County, which is uh, Lux, oh, Lux, yeah. Lux Road. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Hmm, I'll be dang. Oh, yeah, so there's not the a ton of cabs open. finished no, out there. No, it's, it's the same thing with the Chardonnay. It seems like there's like a handful of them, uh, you know, like Jefferson's. Yeah. It looks like Davies County. Which, by the way, Davies County's good, solid bore. I've had a lot of Davies yeah. County's. I've, 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 I've really enjoyed them. Yeah. I'll tell you, I, I think uh, John and his team up there, I, th- I think they're going to be doing some magical stuff long term. I think they're going to be, to me, them and Pat Heist of the newer distilleries that, that already have their own distillate distillate that it's hitting the ground i feel like they seem to be running more full force than some of the others bargetown uh, i was I, I missed the uh the pfeiffer pave is a cabernet okay there you go pavit is it pave or pavit pavit i don't know pfeiffer. Pfeiffer. I, just, pfeiffer. I just say pfeiffer. Part of the tiny <laughs> yeah. that, versailles versus versailles by, by the way <laughs> i love their their bottle designs like all of the old bars down the how they some of them have that weird almost it's not even etched really it's just kind of painted on the back side of the bottle it's, or it's whatever it's like a ghost image it's, it's yeah. not etched but it's like a ghost image in, it's in super Boston super cool or whatever so anyway i don't know so everybody preferred the the old cognac to the other one but they're they're yep. comparing apples to peas we're not even going to say apples to oranges because they're completely different. A, sure. rye, and B, peach versus cognac are way different um, as far as flavor profiles. I'd say you're pretty far off the spectrum there. Yeah. Like I mean, would, wouldn't you say apples and peas are pretty far off yeah. the spectrum? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, we're good. No, I agree with you. That was oh, okay. I agree. We're, I we're you were pretty far off the spectrum for that matter. Well, you know. <laughs> well, it is Matt, right? I mean, shoot, we don't really know what to do with him sometimes. Yeah. No, definitely Scott gets mad when we call him peas, too, so... <laughs> Definitely two solid pours, though. It's yeah. uh, like I said, I would not, not bad be, about either one. No, not at all. Not at all. So that's what that's that's the story for this episode of Bourbon Barrel Talk. If you want to hang out with us, or if you want to send us a message, you can do that at bourbonbarreltalk at gmail You can message us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all those good things. You can also uh, look at our website. There's not much to look at, but we still want you to go look at it because there's not much to look at. It's better than Scott's face. It's absolutely better than my face. We, we do need to finish our profiles though. We like, we were supposed to put our profiles up there and, you know, tell a little story about each one of us. I'm going to, I'm going to write your story. I'm going to let you write my story. I don't know what we're going to do about Josh. Toby's going to write Josh's story. <laughs> but Toby's not involved anyway. No, you know, that's what makes it fun. That would be fun. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I don't think Josh would like that. No, <laughs> but it would be funny. <laughs> All right. Anyway, this is Scott, Matt, Nick, and uh, Steven signing off. Peace out, fellas.